Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We've been awaiting Craig Conroy's first move. Uh, we now have it as Tyler Toffoli is ex of the Calgary Flames. He has been traded uh, to the New Jersey Devils for a third round pick, which is actually Columbus's pick in this draft. And young center winger uh, Igor Sharangovich. Sharangovich, uh, an RFA. Uh, this happening in the last hour or so. So pick number 80, the Flames grab another pick in the deep draft. So they'll be happy about that. Um, we'll interpret the tea leaves in a moment uh, to fully leading the Flames in scoring this past season um, and was captain of Team Canada at the World uh, Championships, which won a gold. Um, very popular player. Um, one that I think uh, didn't spend a lot of time, Danny, in, in Calgary, just two seasons, uh, but came over from the Montreal Canadiens and certainly made himself at home here. Uh, I think, uh, you know, as, as disappointing as this past season was, he was their consistent offensive threat. Ergo, he's their leading scorer. Uh, your instant reaction to this trade? I mean, one second. Is my mic still on? I just want to make yeah, sure. No, yeah, you you're okay? on. You're okay. good. Oh, Great. sure. Perfect. Um, my honest reaction is <laughs> I understand that fans are going to look at this and be disappointed in the return i think yep. tyler Toffoli was sort of perceived as as being one of the chips where you might be able to you know put them in play and, and, and bring back probably not a you know a top prospect but certainly right. a uh, a higher round draft pick and um i think this tells us a little bit about what the market is going to be like for these guys um and that's that's a bit of a concern but that's why i i think that you know you have to consider dealing in bulk at this point and and trying to get what you have in return but um i mean tyler defoley is a guy who teams have brought in teams who have wanted to to make the leap the flames brought him in um before the trade deadline but last two seasons ago when with gaudreau with kachuk you know it really looked like they were going to be able to make a real run um mm -hmm. and i i I, they brought him in to sort of get them over the hump. And I think that we've seen that a lot. And I think that he's ultimately came in, did his job. I don't want to call him a mercenary because that's, you know, putting a negative spin on it. But, you know, uh, but isn't, kinda... he? isn't uh, he? I mean, I mean a little he's, bit. Got, he's got some stops now, right? <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, I oh, just, no, no, work... you can make yeah. a very good living do that, doing that. And those guys are important. But you'd have to wonder on this, and it's, again, first blush, but on this young Jersey team that's going to have to hand out some pretty significant contracts, if this is a long-term move or if this is a move to kind of throw their chips in the middle of, you know, they got to the second round this year. Um, mm -hmm. You know, does this, is this them signaling that, you know, they're trying to, to win now? I think it is. I think it absolutely is. Um, 
and I mean, again, I don't think that they had to give up. If you're a team that I, I don't think this is a huge, whether the flames can use these, you know, both player assets and, and, and the yep. draft asset to, to yep. turn into something productive. It's not a lot to give up. If you're the New Jersey devils, the devils are going to be very happy with this deal. Um, yeah. I think that if we're looking at it from a flames perspective, you know, Toffoli was probably behind Lindholm and maybe Hannafin, depending on who you talk to. Mm-hmm. One of the, you know, the, the players you expected or hoped to get a nice return out of. And right now, yep, this is what we're seeing. This is this is what the market is dictating, apparently. Um, so I understand they're being a little bit of concern in Flamesland. And there certainly is. If you're using uh, social media as the barometer, there certainly is. Um, a little bit more on Yegor Sharangovic. A late round pick by the Devils has played the last three seasons predominantly in the National Hockey League. Two years ago, he had 46 points in the same season in which Tyler Toffoli had 49 points. So very similar uh, numbers two seasons ago with 24 goals. This year he fell off. Um, the one thing that uh, you did pick up is one of the top penalty killing forwards on one of the top penalty killing teams. He was uh, leading the lead or leading the Devils in forward ice time in terms of penalty killing, and the Devils and the Flames have the same overall penalty killing mark. So um, he does come in with a little bit of a toolbox. Um, his 24 goal season saw him with a hat trick against uh, uh, Florida. The only reason I know this is I went back and watched. I'm always curious <laughs> where guys score goals from. And his goals were off the rush and and in the slot area. Um, you know, restricted free agent, as I mentioned, 25 years old. Uh, he does look, here's the other thing. We all scrambled to find who he was. We all Googled him. We all went to, you know, oh, this yeah. is Hockey TV. I use elite uh, prospects. We all went to see. And, you know, I had, did a deep stats dive on him as best I could in the minutes before we got on here because I want to know who we're talking about. He is a credible NHLer. Uh, he has upside, I would suggest. Um, and again, if it wasn't for Toffoli leading the team in scoring this year and having kind of that breakout offensive year, you know, it was kind of a younger version of Toffoli two years ago. Um, but I don't think the fact that you only get a third round pick in this and it's a name that we all have to Google isn't going to satisfy a lot of Flames fans. Yeah, and I mean, I think that, and I'm I'm trying to pull it up right now, just what the Flames have to give up for basically a season and a half of, of Tyler Toffoli. Um, and I, I can understand people doing that. So they, they gave up a first round pick, a fifth round pick. So yeah, so you gave up a first and a fifth, you got a third in return. Um, I know it's not actually the law of averages. I'm just making that up as I go, but um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's one of those ones where I am, I think quietly a little bit more critical of Brad tree living's sort of last couple of years as the GM the yep. most and I, I'm still yep. looking at this I'm like you know what they took their shot I fully was one of the better players on the market when that team felt like it could be out the cup and I, I still think that you would have made that trade every day you got a season and a half out of him he was your top goal scorer um I don't I don't mind the acquisition and, and what he did for the flames and I mean what worries me about this is if that's what you're getting to full for to fully what are you getting mm-hmm. for Hannafin what are you getting? This team wants to, you know, if they're dealing away these these veteran guys, you want to be dealing them away for as much, you know, high end talent or or possible high end talent as you can. And if you're getting a third rounder here for Toffoli, who is older than a Hannah fan, yep. but yep. what does it signal that we might be looking at? Um, I, and, and I and I would caution that I, I don't know if it signals anything at this point. Um, taken 
taken a loan. I mean, we, you know, you look at the, uh, uh, the, the Dubois trade earlier today uh, with uh, LA and what they got back in terms of, you know, three players that played in the NHL, but none of LA's top end prospects, uh, unless you think Gabe Velarde is, and I, and I could listen to that argument, but they, you know, they, they didn't give up any of the, you know, the young defensemen that they've got coming in. They didn't give up Quentin Byfield or anything like that. Um, you know, what did Ryan, what did Ryan Johansson, what did Sean Dersey get? Uh, Sean Dersey got you a second out of, uh, you know, out of uh, Arizona. Uh, to, you know, again, not defending it. I'm just kind of looking at it as what are the tea leaves telling me? Uh, of the of the seven players that the Flames had identified as, you know, needing new contracts in a year from now, not allowing them to walk away, Toffoli's in that group along with Backlund, and we we know all the the others, right? Um, mm-hmm. He Tyler Toffoli was always a nice to have, but not a must have if you were doing up your list, right? Who do you want? Who would you want to sign out of that group? Hannafin, the centerman, Lindholm. Backlund's nice. Tanev gives you, again, to fully, you use the word mercenary. I don't think mercenary is the right word, but it's app. Like he's a guy mm-hmm. that fills an offensive gap for a team. But I, you know, when you were talking about Brad Treliving, when Brad Treliving gives up a first, uh, my assumption is he feels like, okay, we got him on a good contract and we'll be able to keep him, you know, locked up on a good deal. This is a long-term play for us. This year happens and, you know, he's a self-identified Sutter guy. I have no idea if that played a role in him wanting to leave because his coach left. I, I have no idea about that. Um, but I also don't think he's going to be in New Jersey next year. That's just my interpretation of the tea leaves at this point. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. And I mean, I, the Sutter thing, I think, has to be brought up. We have no idea how mm-hmm. much you're right. But he did yeah. say Sutter is the best coach I've ever had. He was one of the guys yeah. who came out very firmly in those postseason um media availabilities and and was very positive about it so i'm sure it doesn't when you're saying that and you're trying to see if you're valued and they fire the coach i'm sure it it sends a bit of a signal to you but i also ultimately think that i mean look if i don't know that all these guys want out of calgary so much as they want out of a situation that looks like it's gonna (laughs) get pretty bad here for a couple of years and um you know maybe craig conroy has some miracle deal out there that's going to keep them competitive but I have a feeling that they look that guys like Toffoli, who are you know at the age where they've they've got some years left. I'm not trying to imply mm-hmm. that they don't, but they're mm-hmm. you know getting to the tail end of their career, if not quite there yet. They're mm-hmm. looking at them. They're they're saying, "Okay, hey, can like, are we going to win a cup here?" It's what Michael Backlund said. The only reason Michael yeah. Backlund wants to win, wants to leave is because he wants to win a Stanley Cup, and he can look around and say, "Well, if Lindholm doesn't sign and Gaudreau left and Kachuk wanted out and all that, I'm not going to win a cup here." So. I, I, you know, I don't think that this needs, this is on any level, a referendum on the city of Calgary or, or even, I mean, some things about the organization so much as it is the position that Brad tree living built this team, put them in this spot and ultimately left instead of cleaning up the mess a little bit. Um, but I, I, I don't Tyler to fully leaving makes perfect sense. If I was at that age and at that point in my career, and I looked at what the Calgary flames had, I would want to leave too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I don't know that it signals. Potentially, it signals that you know they need to clear cap space as well to make room for a big Elias Lindholm contract. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's that possibility. We can't mm-hmm. automatically assume that this means Lindholm's gone. It sure feels that way, but 
you know, there there are other options here. But um, I mean, I, I still think the Towers to Foley is exactly what they acquired, g- gave them exactly what they yep. asked for. And yep. you say, thank you, sir. Tap but, him on the helmet and send him on his way. But in a non, you know, again, if this team lived up to its expectations, the conversation about Tyler Toffoli this summer wouldn't have been about leaving. It would have been, how do we keep him, right? How do we keep Hannafin? How do we keep all of these guys? Sorry, you win and, you know, people are going to want to stay. Um, the fact that you didn't win and you didn't win in such a spectacular fashion, that just scares the hell out of people to your point you know and, and i you're closer to this than i am and i i would i would certainly not punt to you but i would defer to you that from the outside even at you know christmas time in the new year in january around the trade deadline when things started to percolate to the top when the elliot friedmans and the chris johnsons of the world were saying okay hold on something's not right in the dressing room right now it was really easy to blame the coach oh the coach and and the players aren't getting along as the season wore on and as it ended I'm left to believe that it was really the coach might have been the catalyst, but it was really a divided locker room. And, I, and I'm wondering how much of that possibly is playing into this is that I just don't want to play with him anymore. Right. I mean, the whole thing. Was, yeah. I mean, the whole thing was miserable and it felt miserable. Um, you know, like sure. I've, I've been in locker rooms after playoff losses where, you know, yep. it, was more perky than it was at times in, in March um, in February and yep. January. And, you know, I, I, what I will say is truthfully, you know, I also mm-hmm. heard those things about there being issues in the locker room. And I don't know if that was Daryl guys versus non Daryl guys or what it was, but, um, and I never found out who the right. players were who were not getting along. Um, but something was rotten in the state of the Calgary flames. There's no question about that. And no, um, no. you know, it's why I, I strongly disagreed with the people who said, oh, you know, you know, these entitled players. I just think it was broken. Um, I, I really do. I, and I think it was there probably should have been a move made on Sutter earlier. Um, but for me, I mean, again, it all this this whole mess that's been created. And I, you know, I, I don't want to mm-hmm. go too far, like too hard on the guy because he's gone. And I don't like when media just talk trash about guys after they've left town. But. I really think it's yeah. odd how Brad Tree Living has just gotten away with all of this. You know, like if you yeah, want to talk about, oh, where you, well, okay, go he, ahead. Yeah. You know, he, he, the guy who you would have gotten first round assets for, like major pieces, was Matthew Kachuk. So if this organization yeah. is in a spot a year, a year down the road, where now they have to, and if you want to call it a rebuild, whatever you want to call it, now they have to deal their veteran or their established NHLers, their stars. And mm-hmm. sort of start that process of, of drafting youth and, and bringing guys in and hopefully building up. I mean, yeah, they, they took a swing at it a year ago. And I'm not saying, you know, obviously hindsight is 2020. And I wasn't saying this a year ago either, but it does mm-hmm. feel me. It's like, well, you know, like Gaudreau leaving. Yep. Kachuk getting traded for current players, signing Caudry to a long term deal. Yep. Signing, re signing Huberto before you'd seen him, how he fit into the Sutter system, all of these things. All of these things put the franchise in the space where they are now. Right. And then had left. Like, right. I, I don't, you know. But I, how, it, but I, my, my counter to that is how much of that was the franchise demanding or asking Brad to do that. And it's the question we, we never, never know, right? It's well, the answer we never we, get. Yeah, it's the answer we never get. But I think we can, I think we're all smart enough. I mean, if, if you're, you know, if one of your team presidents is standing up at the, podium saying i'm not allowed to say 
the R word. And that goes back 10 years to Jay Feaster saying, I'm not allowed to say the R word. Um, there has never been a bonafide burn it to the ground rebuild. It's, you know, the non-expansion teams of the last couple of decades, the only club, you know, with any kind of tenure in the league that's never picked higher than fourth, never picked first overall, never it's, you know, if it has a failing, it's always too, too good to be really bad and not good enough to be really good and, and kind of stuck in the middle as it always is. Um, you know, I don't believe I mean, that I Brad hired the last coach. I don't believe that. Um, and I know that there was a lot of, you know, consternation when, the, the thought of losing both Kachuk and Goudreau, what are you selling and who are you selling it to? So it was almost celebrated in the fact that there's people that, you know, there's interest again, there's, we can sell tickets. So I, I defend Brad in that regard, but you know, that's because I, I, I think one or both. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Guys having the same opinion, chewing the same bone doesn't make for a good podcast. <laughs> I just... I, yeah, and, and I mean, all of those points are fair. I mean, I, I would argue that post again, they attempted a rebuild and then they fast forwarded it too quickly um, when they beat Vancouver and they should have just sort of stayed the path and, and, and developed. Uh, yeah, understood yeah, that that, there that, were going to be some. Fair enough. But the, the, and to that end, they never saw the high draft pick part of that, right? So you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But, but I mean, right now, I if you were dealing to Foley, and I yeah. would be shocked, I would, if, if, if he's the only move that they make in the next 24 hours, oh, once God. they've made once they've made that move that tells us that like no, they actually are Craig's not lying when he says those those seven they need to give them answers, they need to make a, he's gonna make yep. decisions. So I expect yep. this to be just a flurry of activity. And what we are and this one signals to us what exactly? Yep, they cleared some salary they they got a guy who can still play as you said he's he's pretty good on the penalty kill um yep. you know we know guys like trevor lewis aren't coming back there's yep. two guys who might be traded who are pretty good on the penalty kill so they're yes. not completely this is not nothing that they got in return this is not just a, a cap clearing move and i think the next trade whatever that is will tell us a little bit more about what the strategy is here and about whether they are willing to do the full tearing 
Agreed. And just to reset, we are reacting to the first move by the Calgary Flames at the Nashville draft, and that is the acquisition of Yegor Sharangovich and a third-round pick from the New Jersey Devils in exchange for Tyler Toffoli. Um, it, it came on on uh, Tuesday afternoon, um, starting to see a little bit more happening around the league. Um, we saw a fairly significant trade yesterday involving Chicago and the Boston Bruins. We did finally see uh, Dubois getting dealt um, to LA um, seemed like that one was a slow motion car wreck. You have danced around it. You have brought it up. Let's talk about the R word. Let's talk about rebuild uh, because it's certainly something in the lexicon of some fans. It's certainly something that, um, that, you know, the barn burner guys talk about it all the time. I'm, I, I'm hesitant to talk about it um, only because I think it's too easy to throw the word out and it's a whole different thing to have to go through the exercise in the process. Um, and the other thing that, that kind of binds me a little bit, you, you mentioned, you know, getting rid of Ginla and, and Bo Meester and, you know, Kippersoff was gone. So yeah, that was probably the first, but they were bringing in Monaghan and they were bringing in Goudreau and they went out and got Yuri Hoodler to your point and things like that. Um, can this team actually rebuild with $10.5 million going to Jonathan Huberdo, with Kadri making what he is, and with Markstrom still here. Can can you actually be going through that exercise with those guys still on the on the on the roster? Uh yeah. I mean, if those guys play the way they did last year, you sure can. Um, you know, if they if they don't if Kadri's your first line center and he plays the way he did last year and you don't have Elias Lindholm and you don't have Michael Backlund, then this team's going to be bad. Um, it's unfortunate that those guys signed up for this situation, but it's the situation that they're in and they're getting well compensated for it. Um, sure. But, you know, uh, even an 85-point um, Jonathan Huberdeau and a 80-point Nazem Kadri aren't going to get you out of the playoffs. Um, and, yeah, I, I think that... Like, you most, don't think they get you I, into the playoffs? You don't, you don't think no. if Markstrom has a, you know, if Markstrom's significantly better, you know, that was a wild ride too. Um, mm-hmm. And you get offense production from those guys. Um, you know, if you're you don't think this is a playoff subtracting, team. If you're subtracting the, let's say, Hannafin, obviously Toffoli, your top goal scorer. Um, Tanev just seems like there's going to be someone out there willing to take on, take him on. Who's a little bit closer to contention and might not have to play him in all 82 games. So could keep him ready for the back half of the season. Um, And I mean, who else? And yeah, you're getting rid of home back home. You're getting rid of four or five of those guys. Then absolutely. I think you can be bad enough. Um, And, you know, and a a rebuild is, is going to be painful. And everyone says this. I mean, I grew up in Toronto. I was a Leafs fan until I was about, 22 23 everyone always told me the leafs can't do a rebuild that's why they have to trade to Rask for andrew raycroft all of that at some point the only way to really do this is to build from scratch agreed go and get, um and we're starting to get some reaction and sorry to cut you off we're starting to get some reaction and i kind of want to filter that in because they're friends of the program uh craig conroy yeah. has spoken so um let's uh Let's hear about Lindholm first, because that question came up in his availability. Um, and this is, uh, I believe, from our friends. Yeah, Salim or Salim, I should say. Um, so still talking with Elias. It's kind of where it's at. Nothing really reported at the moment. So good, bad or indifferent. Right. It is what it is. The weather, the weather outside is nice. 
Yeah, I right. will say that uh, my, I know my colleague Wes Gilbertson is also. Uh, I don't know if yeah, we got that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to look after him. If you have it up, sorry, I'm just trying to see. Yep, yeah. yeah. So Good again, out of pick. You know, yep. Yeah. Right. So nothing, I mean, that's not, yep. Yeah, um, and I don't think Conroy is going to come out and show his cards right now and say, "Yeah, we're dealing." any of these guys he's not he's he's not an idiot i just like i just don't think that you're dealing to fully for that return if you're not planning on dealing at least a couple of the other guys it's just it you could wait you could wait 12 hours you could wait for a better deal i i think hannafin uh i think hannafin obviously um you know is going that's that's a given um, you know, I don't think we talked at all about Zadorov or, you know, you briefly mentioned Tanev, you know, there's, there's some other names in this equation. Michael Backlund is out there. I believe I'm trying that. to keep Zadorov. If I'm, if I'm Craig Conroy, I'm trying to keep Zadorov. He's relatively affordable. And like, at yeah. some point you do need players. Um, Tanev oh, is sure. the one who, for me, for sure. Tanev is yeah. just at the age where you're probably not re-signing him. I mean, he's, he's been hurt so much. That if you are realistic about where you are and you are not in contention, he has more value to other teams. When a player has more value, that is when they are, those teams are willing to give up their young assets. That's what yep. you try to do. Yep. Yep. I mean, I'm um, like, I'm with the barn burner guys. I've watched them and I've been so grateful that they've been sort of coming in so hard on it. Cause I, I honestly like the second that Conroy said in his introductory press conference, we have these seven UFAs, we are not entering the season with all of those. I think he told us exactly what had to happen. If they said no, they're out. And right now what we're seeing is that other than Lindholm, we know that we know who wants to go. And I think Mm -hmm. Craig's going to do the smart thing. Yeah. Well, but well, is he, I mean, you know, we've already talked a little bit about social media response to this. There's a lot of people that have looked at this deal and go, that's it. Um, I, th- I don't want to put words in your mouth, Danny, but I think you kind of had a little bit of that or, you know, th- th- this is pointing in a direction that this is not going to be a competitive team this year. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't think it is a competitive team this year. <laughs> I think as of right this second, it's not a competitive team um, this year, not not a playoff competitive team, not a team that I think can win a playoff or not a chance. Um but I mean, again, it's like, okay, well, what more? When when they dealt for Toffoli, he had what two and a half years left on his deal. Yes, right. That's what they were giving up the first round pick for. Now he has yes. one year left on his 100%. deal. He's yep. a UFA with them, so you're not getting a first round pick back. So I like, I do think, yeah, like you might like a little bit better, um, but I, I I don't know. It's a it's a guy I, I actually don't have his stats up but he, he's not particularly young and has a year left on his deal and on a really good team is probably not a first line player he's probably a second line player so oh i think that, that, that was my yeah absolutely i think that's my biggest criticism of this season is yes it was a great season for tyler defoley yes he led your team in scoring but that's the problem he led your your team in scoring right he should be a complimentary yeah. player he's 31 years old he wasn't brought in uh, to play on the first line when they really significant jump. You know, uh, he had 49 points last year. He goes to 73 points. His 
next best year was back in uh, 15, 16, when he had 58 points. So, you know, he, he filled in the gap admirably. I mean, they needed scoring and, and he got in the score. Um, but you're right. When he goes to uh, New Jersey, the expectation there would be second and maybe third line, right? If they're, you know, loading up, if that's what, uh, you know, New Jersey moved black today, they're going a lot of speculation that they could be a landing spot for Hellebuck, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, I think Jersey was a good team. This the, Jersey's been a good team. They're trying to take that leap and taking that leap as the Flames found. Sorry, I'm not. No, Sorry, we just, it was just we, uh, we're back. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, yeah. Like making that leap is really, really hard. The flames tried to do it, you know, going from being a good team that can't win in the playoffs to being a team that can, can go on deep runs is, is really difficult. And uh, J- Jersey's doing that or they're trying to do it. And you know, when it fails the way it did here in Calgary, it, it you always look back with regret and wonder about those first round picks you gave up. But you know, for all the criticism I was giving Tree Living earlier, and I do think he's been let off the hook in a way that I just can't believe here um, mm-hmm. in Calgary. It's, I honestly, it blows my mind that he's not held a little bit of accountable for all of this. Um, by who? Yeah, I mean, I do, I do believe there's certain, there is a certain segment of the fans, as there always is. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure who's letting him. Off. I mean, I'm letting him off, but I, I don't count. Um, who's letting? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm probably who's, referring who's to like- people like myself. I'm probably, like, I, I think that oh, he's okay. been a little bit, you know, yeah, a little bit more sort of in the media. I think that he, we've we've gone easy on him a little bit more than we maybe do, but it's also weird to criticize a guy who's taking a new job, so there's no real point, and I get it. But I just, I have been... <laughs> don't worry, <laughs> like, they'll get him in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> Coming or going, right? Fine. Well, I don't think he's going to be signing a bunch of guys in their 30s to eight-year deals in Toronto because he'll... You know, yeah. I hope he's learned his lesson from that. Um, well, I mean that—that's what he said. He's got Matthews to sign, and he's got Nylander to sign eventually. Um, listen, we've got a little more uh, Conroy on Igor if you want it. Um, I think we'll play this yeah. and kind of maybe wrap things up unless we bump into another trade here. Uh, a shooter, good size, skates well, very good penalty killer. Um, that's a big factor for us. Uh, mentioned it before he led their team uh, led New Jersey in uh, shorthanded ice time for forwards set one of the better but tied with Calgary so uh, you know Calgary may need penalty killers as we've learned here um, he he had 46 points two years ago Tyler Toffoli had 49 points you, you're, this is not a frontline uh, offensive player 24 goals in the NHL uh, I apply the David Moss rule are you a 20 goal scorer or did you score 20 goals in the NHL? There's a difference. There is a difference. And he has to prove that he's a 20 goal scorer in the NHL. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if it was the green room or earlier on here, but we were talking earlier. The one thing about this is that this, this could, this does clear up a little bit of cap space, presumably. Right. I mean, he is an RF. Like he's is. currently an RFA. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so I don't know. I I'm, I'm very, I think that as much as evaluating this deal on its own is like fun and important to do. I just think that over the next 24 hours, we're going to be evaluated in the context of everything else. And we'll have a better yes. understanding of what the thinking is. Yeah. And, and which I, is I a think boring, that's like, yeah. yeah, which is a boring answer, but like, that's partially. No, like, but it's, it's, it's fair. I mean, I, uh, I'm not, you know, I, as you, we had that conversation in passing a couple of days ago. I, nothing I 
hate more than whenever this draft is over draft grades because I think it's ridiculous and and trade trade about or uh, trade passing and failing on the day of kids got to play and you know if all of a sudden t- tomorrow he's the most important thing in the world to some general manager out west and you package him and you flee somebody else you know and you bring something back and then you go well that was short lived right to your point, you don't know what Hannafin's going to bring you back. You don't know if Lindholm's staying or going. If he's not staying, then you got to think Backstrom's not staying. Uh, Backlund, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's lots of shoes to, to fill. I do like the idea of having another draft pick. I mean, it'd be great if it was a second or a first rounder, but, um, you know, an 80 overall, not bad. Not right. bad. And, I mean, again, Brad Treloving, I think one of the things he did really, really well was his later round graphic so you know there's sure. no reason to assume that that's going to be a, a useless player um because there are plenty of non-first round picks currently skating with the calgary flames who are pretty productive important players so ryan pike from flames nation is down in nashville boomer and ryan are down in nashville they'll have the barn burner a special edition tomorrow at 10 30 of course uh frank saravelli and the uh daily face-off guys are also down in nashville I think that'll do it for us uh, tonight. Uh, Danny, really appreciate you jumping on on short notice. Uh, you have a, uh, a show coming, a podcast coming up on Thursday, correct? Stamps in action this week or is it a buy yeah. for them? It's a buy for them, but we're uh, we're going to record tomorrow afternoon. I got uh, John Bender popping by because he has a bunch of uh, memorabilia that he wants to help decorate the studio with. So we'll chat a little <laughs> bit of the stamps. And then uh, Jerry Motorjong, who's uh, my uh, post-media colleague uh out of edmonton and i just want to talk because you know the elks have had this never-ending home losing streak so figured let's let's keep it alberta tomorrow but uh, yeah so it's pretty fun and it's gonna be a busy couple days because i'm also doing uh obviously flame stuff for the papers so um it's exciting and and then these knuckleheads grab you and bring you on while you're trying to eat dinner I appreciate it, uh, Danny, very much. We're back tomorrow with just a game at 1 o'clock live. Uh, no Peter Marr. I thought we were going to have Peter Marr tomorrow, but we're not because he's uh, he's vacationing, and he deserves that. He'll be back next week. Uh, but you can bet we'll have the guys from uh, Nashville down there. Thanks again for everybody who tuned into this very special quick podcast that we threw together. Thanks to Danny, and thanks to Jack, our outstanding producer. See you tomorrow, everybody. Peace. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow-up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out 
Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.